It's fine, so was I. <laughs> Welcome to Dunstan. <laughs> Welcome to the official Dunstan Checks In podcast. I'm Lord Andrew. <laughs> I'm Diet Coke. And we're going to talk about one minute of the 1996 ape film, and we've paired that minute with another feature film. Mm-hmm. And this this episode, we're going to talk about minute 77. And yeah, the... Diet Coke, what have you what have you done to this minute? I have chosen to pair this minute with a little film by the name of John Wick, Chapter Three, Parabellum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at some point during the discussion of the minute, you will bring that film up, and we'll talk about that film and how it I relates to will. the minute. I certainly will. Uh, Buck, bet on it. Lafarge can't find the gun. No. He's uh, confused. You know who almost does? Uh, do 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 brow. Indeed. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Dubrow. Kyle kicks it away from her. And the it goes under the cake. Himself. Yeah, the mud boy himself. You very much see mud boy on his shirt in this minute. <laughs> He's wearing a t-shirt that says mud boy. Yeah. Uh, for those in the audience not familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the gun goes under the cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which so she, hmm. the way they react is as if it's lost forever under the cake. Yes, truly. As if it cannot be retrieved. Uh, she and she's very upset with him. Yeah, not happy at all. Uh, so then we cut back to the kitchen fight that mm-hmm. is just really gone nowhere. You know. Yeah, <laughs> really. They see. It seems like they were just like catching a breather in between shots here. Yeah, because uh, what we open on is. Um, Mr. Grant is bringing down the kind of extended colander item yeah. that he's holding on the ladle that Lord uh, Rutledge has been holding. And in fact, he, he instead of now, instead of leaning on the counter like it was in the last minute, he's raised his arms. He's ready to fight. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of have a sword fight with these two items. Yeah, the uh, the sound effects here really make a, a very sword fighty noise in a way that I don't think is necessarily appropriate. No, not at all. <laughs> um, so at one point they're they're kind of uh, locked. Uh, their two uh, kitchen you know appliances are locked together, mm-hmm. and uh, Lord Rutledge leans in and says, "Good show." Kind of Mister Grant agrees with that. Yeah, and then I believe he says, "Watch the birdie." Watch the birdie, or watch out for the birdie, or something like that. And then he he uh, knees Mr. Grant in the groin. In the groin, and I yeah. what I'm gonna say here: some of the worst getting hit in the balls acting I've ever seen in my life from Jason Alexander. Yeah, especially because as it continues, it it's so uneven. Yes, yes, it's um very uneven. Yeah, I uh, I hate it. I didn't. I didn't think it would be possible for me to hate uh, getting hit in the balls acting. Um, not that I necessarily love getting hit in the balls acting, but I just it seemed it's an easy thing to do, um, and I didn't think you could fuck it up this bad. But hey, Jason Alexander, you found a way, bitch boy. <laughs> so he is disarmed after this, yeah, uh, and it looks like he's about to get hit uh, across the head with a ladle, yeah, uh, and then a mop comes in. Mm-hmm from out of frame and hits Lord Rutledge enough to knock him back and a little unconscious. Yeah. Un- unconscious enough for like, uh, to give enough time for like Mr. Grant and, uh, Ka- Brian to have a little conversation. Yeah. 
Um, um, Brian is, he, he kind of gets the hero shot the way that they frame this view of him. Yeah. Holding the mop. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, am I still grounded? And in, through a strained voice, Mr. Grant says, that's my boy. Yeah. Which is, this is, this is kind of like the peak of the, of the hit in the balls acting. Yeah, and what makes me mad about this is, like, he was, a second ago, he was reacting as if he was completely over the pain. Yeah, so then, but then it trails off with the way he walks over Yeah, which is just way overdone. Extremely over-exaggerated. Then, in a completely normal voice, he says, this is for tying up my kid. Yeah. And he picks up Lord Rutledge Uh and runs him out the kitchen door. Uh Uh-huh. And then throws him onto a table outside of the kitchen. I would like to talk about John Wick Chapter 3 Parallel. right. (laughs) I didn't know this was the moment, but okay. Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. That actually wasn't the moment that made me pick the movie in the first place. Mm -hmm. But it's it's the final moment of what I see as a number of similarities in this movie now that that I've rewatched the movie. Okay. The first one was actually the the gun the gun the bit of gunplay between uh, Kyle and Mrs. Dubrow Dubrow. Um, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, what's a good movie with uh, people, two people struggling to get a gun and kicking it out of each other's reach?" Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like three of those scenes in John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. Yeah. Um, but then also uh, fighting with improvised weapons is something that happens in this minute, and also the film John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, uh, there's a lot of people getting thrown on things, and then the thing breaks in John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. Namely, yeah. usually glass in the film. I had forgotten mm-hmm. just how many fucking times John Wick goes through glass in that final yeah. sequence in the film. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's so fucking good. Let's talk yeah. about John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. Uh, it's a good movie. It's a really good <laughs> fucking movie. We have previously talked on this podcast about John Wick Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a lot of us saying over and over again that it's a good movie. And guess what? I got a lot of the same things to say about John Wick Chapter 3. Wait, Parabellum. I don't... What minute did we pair John Wick Chapter 2 with? I don't remember, but I remember looking it up when I chose Chapter 3. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure we've done a John Wick movie before. I just want to make uh-huh. sure I'm not doing the same one. Uh, and I, I did find out that it was uh, Chapter 2 that we previously covered. I don't remember right now what minute it was. but I can That check. sounds like a me pick, too. I really think... Was it me? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you can say it sounds like a you pick when I have also picked a John Wick movie. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, just <laughs> historically, it's mostly been like, um, you know, Disney Channel original movies from you, and like maybe like shitty oh, animated I, or action movies from me. <laughs> maybe it wasn't a. Maybe we didn't do John Wick Chapter Two. Maybe I lo- maybe I saw that in my movie log and got confused because <laughs> I actually don't see it in the movie pairings document now. Yeah. So I guess I was a liar. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, anyway, weird. I, I swear to God we did, but I apparently I fully fabricated that discussion in my yeah. brain. Anyway, John Wick Chapter 3. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, this is my first time seeing it since seeing it in theaters. Sure. Did you see it just once in theaters? Yeah, I usually okay. just see things once in theaters. Chump. Chump shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I look back now and I think all the times I would have gone back. 
Yeah, I saw it twice in theaters. But if I'm being honest, I only saw it twice because I because I, I saw it once alone and once with Casey. Okay. Um, I thought you were gonna say you fell asleep. That's. A... I've only fallen asleep in a movie theater once in my life, and it was for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. That sounds about right. Um. Anyway, John <laughs> Chapter Three. Is it? Here's what I'm gonna ask you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it in contention for the best American action movie ever made? Yeah. I think so too, right? Like, it's so fucking good. Like, it just goes off from start and to finish. Honestly, one of its major con- contenders is John, John Chapter, Chapter 2. two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, where do I and start like, with And then, John like, with... the Matrix movies, you know? It's like... Yeah, I mean, Keanu kind of has it, like, locked the fuck down. Yeah. Um... This movie, where do we start? Do we start with the fight in the knife museum? What a what a good fucking idea! Who, yeah. can, can you believe that no one thought of it until now? I can't. I mean, can we talk about just even when the movie was announced? All one of the major images that they used was John Wick on a horse. Yeah, and that was extremely powerful. Yeah, and then the movie like not only lives up to the idea of John Wick on a horse, but like is even better than you imagine because it's John Wick on a horse versus motorcycle guys. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. It's it's <clears throat> extremely good. Um, I do very much like um, uh, Zero. I believe is the character's name. Is that the um, sushi chef? Mark Mark de de, de Yeah, the su- sushi chef. Yeah. Okay. Who works with the uh, adjudicator? Yes. Um, yeah, he's great. Um, he's great would... because you really you don't he he does a lot with with like everything. Like yes. really, <laughs> you, you start with you see him as the sushi chef, and then it's revealed that he's part of this whole thing. His demeanor entirely changes. Yeah. And then he gets around John Wick, and again, he does a complete demeanor change, but it all fits within the same character. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it really, it's really good. Um, I like that. In addition to, uh, not this movie knows not to break our hearts by killing a dog again, first of mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet it does, it does two great things involving dogs, I would say. One, which is that it has Halle Berry's dog get shot, but not killed because he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> when John Wick is trying to get her to not kill everybody because they shot her dog, he's like, hey, I get it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, in addition to John Wick's pit bull not being killed, it exclusively shows the pit bull just being a very sweet, friendly boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I like. I like that little subversion of expectation. You know, you see him get a pit bull, you think, oh, John Wick has a tough dog now. Yeah, he's going to train that, that dog. And the dog's going to do tough stuff. But no, it shows the real side of pit bulls, which is they're just the sweetest boys. They're just sweet, <laughs> sweet dogs. Yeah, truly. That dog is really good. Um, this movie's think, so fucking good. <laughs> I think at one point I imagined that they named the dog, but they don't in this movie. Yeah, he literally just calls the dog dog. Yeah. Or, or um, good dog, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does say he says good dog at one point, and I think when when the the dog is like jumping on him, licking his face, I think he just says dog. Like he says dog, he calls it just dog, <laughs> trying to get it to calm down. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what else we can say. It's so good. I um, 
I mean, this just got me hyped for Chapter 4 all over again. Yeah, I'm excited for Chapter 4. Um, <clears throat> I'm just, like, looking at the John Wick Chapter 3 Wikipedia page. Hey, can I say one perhaps slightly negative thing about John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum? Oh, go ahead. Maybe I agree. I don't think the Parabellum is necessary in the title. Oh. And I think it makes it worse. No. I. You know what? The thing, though, for Chapter 4, they have to add another thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because they Cause, added Parabellum to this one. They can't no, go but, back now. I, I mean, they have to literally add one more thing. Because first one was just John Wick. Yeah. Then it was John Wick Chapter 2. Now it's yeah. John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Oh, so you think it's got to be like the story of John Wick Chapter 4 or something? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Silly business, I think. <laughs> it's it's just the, the escalation. <laughs> I suppose. Um, another great thing about John Wick Chapter 3, there's a, a non-binary actor in it whose character is like non-binary, but it's not important to the character. It's just casual. You don't see that a lot in movies. Yeah, I I do... do I, I did try and pay attention to see if they used they-them pronouns, but I, I think I, I they... Really do, I think they just used no pronouns when referring to that character. Yeah, and, and I, I think at one point I thought that was the coward's way out, but I do enjoy that character a lot. Yeah. It's a great character. Mm. Great movie. Yeah. John Wick really. Chapter 3, go see it. Go see it. <laughs> go see all of them. Jason Manzoukas plays the TikTok man. You love to see it. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I found out recently, he was on Doughboys recently, mm. and he talked about like, yeah, they had just heard me talking about how much I love John Wick 1 and 2 on podcasts, and they emailed me and asked me if I want to be in the movie. Well, I yeah, I had read that various actors involved in this film basically had been reached out to and they said yes with no no script no anything they said yes we will be in john wick 3 because if you're asked to be in a john wick movie you're not saying no (laughs) (laughs) someone called me right now and said you gotta hey emily i mean hey diet coke do you want to be people in my personal life call me emily but i forgot that this would be a business transaction Mm -hmm. so they say hey diet coke do you want to be in john wick 4 i say yes no questions asked i don't need to read the script i don't know what they need me to do i'll do it i'll be in john wick 4 you know Mm -hmm. yeah i and i'm so i'm just so excited for the fourth one yeah (laughs) i just oh it's gonna be really good john wick's so good yeah it's it's truly such a good film. As Are opposed there... as opposed to the one we watch every week. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of also why I waited until the moment where Mr. Grant throws a uh what's what's his dick out on yeah. the table. It's a lesser connection, sure, but it, I didn't I didn't want us to blow all the John Wick talk right at the beginning. <laughs> Thank you. Because I don't I don't wanna you know, I I try to make the time with Dunstan pass as quickly as possible. You and Mrs. Dubrow. <laughs> That's true. Um, you got anything else you'd like to say about John? Do you Wick? do you want to have any words about the ending with a with a, a spoiler notice for people who haven't watched it? Sure, spoiler notice for people who haven't watched it. We are about to talk about the ending of the film John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. So, do you believe that Mister oh, what is his name the the hotel owner Ian McShane? Ian McShane, do you believe that his character is turning on John Wick, or that he has some kind of secret plan and knew that John Wick would survive? I think he's turning on John Wick. 
I also think this. <laughs> Which makes me believe that Chapter 4 will fully be John Wick and the Bowery King come come up for revenge. Oh, yeah, I believe, I, I think that's the idea, you know? I like, think... they will fully come after um, Mr. Mister Continental and, and get him. Although, I will say, it is, it is interesting that he um, didn't shoot him in the face. Yeah... It's, uh, it is interesting that he specifically shot him in the place where he knew he was wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, I wonder if that had anything to do with the. Remember when when John Wick was supposed to kill him, uh-huh. he said, um, "Like shoot me in the heart," you know. Yeah, but he knows that he's wearing a bulletproof vest. I know, he's but not... I think maybe he's weirdly sentimental that way. I guess he's got a weird energy, you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Because that fall, like, that's a deadly fall. Yeah. You know, they very specifically show, like, using, like, that's where CGI comes in. Because the way he hits that one railing, your back's broken. Yeah, there's no way a normal human being survives uh, what what happened to John Wick at the end of that uh, friggin' movie. Yeah. That's why he's John Wick. (laughs) The Baba Yaga. Apparently there was a John Wick video game. Yeah, there was. I, didn't I, I remember you were speaking about that on the on a Discord. In the Discord, I was pitching the idea, and I think this is a great idea, and I think you agree, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly. Oh, yeah. They should make a John Wick video game that is just... It's a prequel, so it is John Wick, you know, before he retired the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's... Because, you know, you can't make... You, let's, let's be real. You just can't maintain the fully chaotic energy of John Wick for a video game. Yeah wouldn't be fun it would just be you know it would get boring it would be like force unleashed mm-hmm. um which i guess is a game that a lot of people do like anyway <laughs> just make a game that is like exactly american yakuza and john wick is the main character because i also think that he has big kiryu energy he's just like he is a vicious killer yes but he also just seems like a sweet guy yeah yeah Telling i you. think i i think that was true before you know he retired i yeah. think that's what you've really hit on it is that he's always been like this yeah so just make a movie just make a game that is exactly yakuza it's someone who is a very tough killer but has a lot of side quests that are just like sweet little friendly adventures with other people and I, I maybe think, he has to beat the shit out of someone at some point yeah i think they could draw on a lot of the side characters that we've met throughout the three films too. oh yeah because oh, yeah. he's he, a lot of these characters know him but yeah. like it seems like it's their first time meeting and then they say right away john wick and it's like they they know him they yeah. remember his name john leguizamo definitely a character in this theoretical oh game. god yes yeah <laughs> for sure yeah oh my goodness yeah that would be really cool it would be i'd be very into that apparently the john wick game was a strategy game why would yeah. they think that's the case for john wick they they wanted it to be like you're making the decisions on like where to shoot and how to move or something like you're friggin like a Sherlock Holmes game of shadows type of thing. I think I understand what you're saying and yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't care for that. I don't like that one bit. Oh well. I wasn't on <laughs> was it on a real system or was it, was it on, on a PS4 PC? it said. It was on PS4? Yeah. Remember when games were real? No. You had to, like, go to a store and get a physical box with a disc or a cartridge in it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Games are just in the cloud now. Yeah. I'm not saying that's, like, a bad thing, but it's just, like, it's weird. 
Yeah, I'm getting a little distracted. I'm sorry because I'm looking at Mark uh, DeCosco's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Yeah. And the picture of him is from 2011 on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And somehow, I think it's maybe because he, he maybe his hair just isn't working for him. He looks 10 years older in 2011 than he does in 2020. Yeah, I remember seeing a picture of him with hair and he just, you know, some, some people must make the decision to shave their head. <laughs> but it's not even like most for most of those people it's because they, their hairline is not great and they would just look better with a clean shaven head mm-hmm. like he has a fine hairline here mm-hmm. he just looks significantly younger with a shaved head and better <laughs> it's weird yeah i yeah john wick chapter three parable very good yeah <laughs> that's all i can say anymore fair fair um should we get back to the minute yeah, so the table that Lord Rutledge lands on, right? He he says something like, uh-oh, and then the table falls. Yeah. Uh, where did I write that down? And then we then we see that Kyle has seen this entire thing. And he kind of uh, gives Excuse like... Me. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm sorry that I yelled. Yeah. I was like trying so hard to stop it, and then I was like, I, I can't. And it'll be a loud noise if I turn my mic off because it makes a crazy loud buzz. Oh. I just gotta... I just got to deal with this. Yike. Um, so then Kyle sees this and he says, all right, dad, like very affirmatively. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get to Mrs. Dubrow uh, awakens or whatever, gets up. Who know Where was she before this? Because she was mad. She was right there next to Kyle. <laughs> and now all of a sudden she appears again. And she says, you brought this monkey to my hotel and starts chasing Kyle around I mean- the cake. Maybe we're just being mean to the film, and maybe the maybe these events, like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe the gun thing was happening. Maybe there was no pause. You know, they're cutting back and forth, but they're rewinding a little bit of time each time. You know what I mean? So that maybe these things is, are happening at the like, same time. Um, um, the the ten mile runway from Fast and Furious Eight or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Seven. Uh, I, th- I think it was, was six. It six. I think it was six. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, because we've definitely had two I think we've had two movies now without Gal Gadot and we, we know that she passes on in that runway sequence yeah um, spoilers for my girlfriend who might have heard that and hasn't seen that movie yet Well, and then somehow Han makes it but she doesn't? insane What? what, what is? This? come on and we gotta wait to find out? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, well, listen. If they ever stop making Wonder, if they stop making Wonder Woman sequels before they stop making Fast and the Furious sequels, I feel she'll, like be, she'll back. be back. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think anyway. if she comes back, it's a twin for sure. <laughs> you don't think she'll just straight up be brought back to life like Han? Oh, well, I guess we don't know yet. Maybe Han's a twin. I don't think Han's a twin. I think I don't, Han I don't is think Han. he is either. But I'm I just think... saying we can't confirm or deny it. Yeah, but I think it's you're gonna be that, some yeah. You're saying that Letty came back to life. Han came back to life, but for her, it's going to be a twin? Letty was thrown from the explosion. Okay. And I think Han, I think they're going to do some off-screen Deckard Shaw business. Oh, because Cyborg Tech exists in the Fast and the Furious universe now. Well, I just mean, I I think Deckard Shaw was, like, in on it. They're trying to make him full hero instead instead of villain turn. I I don't know about this. There was there was some some uh, dialogue in, in Hobbs <laughs> and Shaw that made it uh, a little murky on whether or not 
what Shaw was doing when he was evil was his choice or the um, robot voice's choice. Remember That's the robot true, voice? But I don't, I don't care for Hobbs and Shaw, and I don't like to think about that film. Maybe I'll rewatch it. Maybe I'll like it better. That's the kind of mood I'm in. I don't, Andrew. That's a dark mood. I feel like it's my job as your friend to talk you down from that ledge. Well, that's. I mean, I was unable to do that for you with Batman v Superman: Dawn of 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 Job Jobsness. I don't think that's the same thing, though. <laughs> I wasn't going into that. I wasn't going into Beavis Doge trying to like it. I was. I was going in because I, I was in the mood to watch some long trash. <laughs> You're looking for long trash. Have you heard of American history? <laughs> Get their ass. Hell yeah. I love to hear that, Andrew. <laughs> Alright, so they're running around the cake. <laughs> she yeah, is around the cake. saying that Kyle has brought the monkey to the hotel. Mm. We, the audience, know that this is false. Yeah. And that the object of her hatred should be Lord Rutledge. Yeah. But she thinks Lord Rutledge is the nice man who's going to give her a six star. Mm-hmm. So she She's can't she wrong. can't see it. She's both wrong and a fool. Yeah. So while when they run around, he she also says something like, um, "It's been trouble since your daddy started working here." It's been sorry. Yeah. She does sing it. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird choice. Um. So, is she trying to imply that? It's been a bad time since Mr. Grant started working there, or I think that just she's the just, kids have no. been bad. I think she's yeah. I think she's just saying that the kids have been bad. Yeah. You know they're and, doing they're screwing around with the fountain as we saw at the start of the film. I can mm. say the word fountain normally. It's not yeah. a problem for me at all. Yeah, fountain. Fountain. Um, so at one point when they they go around the cake, they kind of double back. Um, oh. Kyle uses a chair to deflect her. Mm-hmm. And when he sets it down, she climbs on top of the chair. Yeah, it seems like a weird choice rather than just like kind of quickly pushing the chair out of the way. Yeah, or just standing in front of it. Yeah. She climbs on top of it to grab. She's got to get the high ground, you know? <laughs> yeah. She saw she, episode three. She knows the deal. She She's, yes. This film is set in 2006, and, and Ken Kwapis actually correctly predicted all of the plot details and dialogue of the Star Wars prequels. Yes, because Mrs. Dubrow does then say, I have the higher <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, Brian says, you underestimate my power. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, Ken Kwapis also predicted episode seven because dunstan is much like chewy that's watching true. ben and han <laughs> this is this is too much i'm tapping out <laughs> so what she says to him is you spoiled little brat yeah um and she's kind of got him in a grip uh, uh by his lapels you know yeah and uh then we just see dunstan is watching from above and then we get a really weird shot the last shot of this minute is um you know uh mrs mrs dubrow like crouched on the chair and she kind of looks looks up at dunstan you know yeah and that's it for this minute yep it's not a good minute (laughs) 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 if i can just say not a good minute 
not a good minute of not a good film. It's really not. I <laughs> I commend you and thank you for for picking John Wick Chapter Three, uh, Parabellum to you know I had to do to, something to pair with this uh, uh, demon minute. Yeah, this catastrophe of a minute. This horrifying minute of fear and terror that we had to go through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do, do you want to say where people can find you? Oh, I'm going first now. All right. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VeryCoolEmily. I stream on Twitch sometimes. To get to my Twitch page, you just go to DietCoke.cool. Um, rate and review us on Apple and give us five stars. And um, tell p- pitch your idea for a John Wick sequel. I don't know. I got nothing. Um. I thank you for doing that. So minute seventy-eight, <laughs> you bastard, is going to be paired with hook. Oh, hook! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why the way you said hook made me think there was more to it. Uh, all right, hook. I'll talk about that on a podcast again, I guess. Yeah, I was worried you were going to veto it, and I really don't have a backup for that one ready. I won't so. veto it. I kind of like hook. We'll okay. get into that more, I okay. guess. Okay, great. Good, great. Um, and I do other podcasts like um, Nothing New, a remake podcast, which I do with uh, Justin Kizan. And we you know, talk about film remakes. BenVNetwork.com slash Nothing New. And it's on my list. It's on my listpod.com. Uh, every month, uh, myself and a group of friends get together and talk about movies that people say you should see. Uh, in fact... Uh, you know, we just recorded one today, and I'll tell you, it was for Amadeus, a film that I'd never seen. Oh, I've seen that movie. I like that movie quite a bit. Well, you'll have to listen to the next episode of It's On My List to find out because how I felt your kiss, about it. Your kiss is on my list. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. Um, and did I, you did I, you I, say what our Twitter was? What our Twitter was? Yeah, for it's the gotta show. be Majestic Hotel NY at twitter.com. Mm-hmm. And the Instagram, <laughs> Dunstan Checks Men. Which is like a weird, it's a typo, actually. Yeah, and we had to keep the... that typo for our YouTube page. So just search for yeah. Dunstan Checks Men. Uh, because, of yeah. course, we are the official Dunstan Checks In podcast. That's correct. Authorized by Universal. Mm hmm. <laughs> in, uh, in fact, endorsed by Universal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> universally endorsed is, I think, how we should say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anything else to say uh did you you know did you did i D- did you say well, what remember. podcast what podcast you do oh go go godzilla is one of them and another one is the big match minute that's it <laughs> remember dunson is spelled like uh you what that doesn't make sense i'm sorry we're checking out <laughs> it smelled like a U I said to all who come to this happy podcast welcome nothing new is something new that great poets imitate and improve where our small ones steal and spoil hi I'm Andrew and I'm Justin and if it wasn't readily apparent at that 
We're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard of Oz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk, but Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.